Welcome back, everyone, to the Young Adult Catholic. We are young adult Catholics who have a podcast for young adult Catholics. <laughs> yes, welcome back, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our first episode. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, we hope you guys got something out of it. Hopefully, uh, not only got something out of it, but apply it to your life. Uh, so, yeah. So, to leave today's discussion, conversation, topic, everything, Ann is going to lead the way. What up, y'all? So we're going to be talking today about intentional dating. Um, I think it's a topic that we may have heard at least once in our lives, but it's not really highly promoted in society nowadays. It's something that's very hazy and something that's very um, indirect. And we're going to try to talk about it in a way that will help enlighten y'all on the topic because um, I think it's something that aren't, doesn't always have clear guidelines for, but something that needs to be done. So, um, personally, we'll in, so, <laughs> personally um, for the questions that we actually had for the survey in um, Janelle's Instagram, um, there were two questions, and it said, ladies, have you ever been on a date where it was clear it was a date? And fellas, have you ever asked out a girl and stated your intentions that it was a date? And the reason why I keep on saying personally is because personally, that didn't happen with me. <laughs> um, I've been in a relationship for almost five years, but personally, I, I never really had it clear that it was um, a date that we were always going on. But just to quickly say the results, to those questions. Um, so for the ladies, um, the ladies said, yes, they have been on a date where it was clear it was a date. 76 of them said that, and then five of them said no. And then for the fellas, for the have you ever asked out a girl and stated your intentions it was a date, 37 of them said yes, and five of them said no. So. The reason why the numbers are so different is because um, Janelle left up the questions for anyone who wants to answer to answer. So that's why it's uneven, but hopefully it still has some what of an accuracy to them where it shows that um, ladies have received um, clarity that it was a date more often than, ooh, more often than it be, not being said that it's scary. So, um, before we go into that even more, we're going to do prayer really quick because I realized we didn't really do prayer. Um, so, Daniel, if you could please lead us. All right. Let's start in the name of the Father and the Son. The Father, Holy Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord, um, for allowing us to have another episode today. Thank you for allowing us to talk furthermore about you and how we can pursue, pursue you through our vocation, through the person that we are called to love, um, and just pursue you as a holy trinity that it takes three to get married, um, and just figure out this whole relationship stuff. Um, just guide us, Lord, guide our conversations today that we can guide your people um, to just better intentional dating. As we say, Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Daniel. Hey, sorry, <laughs> I gotta mute myself every now and then because this traffic is crazy around here. So that's fine, girl. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> um, so going back again to we were talking about with intentional dating and the two questions that were asked. Um, so as I said, like personally, it's actually been on and off whether or not um, it's been intentional that I was going on a date. Um, and also times where it was clear that it was a date. I'm kind of getting jumbled up, but um, I'm going to pass on the question to Daniel. I just want to ask, um, have you ever asked out a girl and stated your intentions that it was a date? And um, how did it go? <laughs> oh, gosh. To be completely honest, I'm forgetting if I did or did not. I hope that I did, but it's been like four years ago. Actually, I want to say yes. I do want to say yes. I remember now. <laughs> um, just had to come back. But yes, uh, I think that's super important. Now, more so than ever, I for sure feel like I need to do that. Um, just because, you know, the girl deserves to know what's the point of this hangout. Is it just a hangout? Is it, <clears throat> you know, we're just friends? Is he trying to pursue me? Because, you know, we're not trying to break any hearts here. No one, no one deserves to get their heart broken. Um, so we should always be, especially being the man, you know, <clears throat> got to be intentional and clear from the beginning. Um, and for the girl, that I'm, I'm just guessing, you know, as a girl, like, that's a great sign of a, a good man that, you know, he's clear in what he wants and he's clear in his pursuit of you. Um, and if, you know, you never want to start off something rocky. And if it's already rocky from, like, something as simple as, like, is this a hangout or a date? You know, that's not a good sign for the rest of the trajectory of the friendship slash relationship. So um, as I've matured over the past four years, a hundred percent. And whoever I pursue next, that's um, that will be my mantra. My mindset is like, be clear in your intentions, you know, every step of the way, you know, because we have a very physical, clear intention of like, you know, we look at engagement, right? You have a ring, you propose. Why can't it be the same way in terms of dating and then asking her out and then engagement and then the covenant, which is marriage. There's always intentionality and like, it's just straightforwardness throughout the whole process. So like through the whole process, be straightforward, be intentional, be open, be communicative. Um, I think it's a hundred percent important. And back when I was younger, when I was 22, 21, it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was, I definitely see that I was immature at that time, but you know, th praise God learning, you know, and now it's like, that's a must. I have to be intentional and clear of like, all right, this is a date. I'm going to pick you up at your parents' place. I'll see you then, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my thoughts. Definitely. You, you hit it really hard when you were talking about like with engagement and when it comes to marriage and how um, when it comes to being intentional, it's important to set it off from the very beginning because it does, it does play off in the re rest of the relationship after that. And Something that um, I heard once at a talk when it comes to intentionality of um, dating or when it just comes to intentionality of relationships is that 
all of us tend to be intentional about all the other things in our lives, if you notice that. But when it comes to the most important thing in our life, when it comes to who we're going to spend the rest of our lives with, um, nowadays in society, that's not always the most intentional thing. It seems to be hard for people to be intentional about who to date and who to be with and who to choose to spend the rest of your life with, you know, where there's that hookup culture going on. Um, and that's where like intentional dating needs to come in because if a person just says that it's going to be a hangout, like it, it makes it confuse. Like, so then the rest of the relationship, is this a relationship or is this a friendship? Is everything that we're going to do just going to be a hangout and going to be casual or is there going to be more depth to it? Yeah. I, I think. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just like in a, quick like worldly example like you go on facebook you got your options single and in, uh, married in a relationship and then you even got in it's complicated or whatever like come on like you know like this is one of those things where it's like why is it acceptable to let things be unclear you know why is it okay to like not sure what you want be sure what you want not be sh sure of the relationship because that's just causing damage it'll cause damage eventually you know so, yeah fa father from St. Peter Chanel um, in Hawaiian Gardens here in California. Um, he's, he would always mention something about amb ambiguity um, and how that's very, very dangerous because um, it, it's ambiguous. You know, there's no yes or no, there's no decision making. I have a lot to say about this topic, so feel free to butt in comment. Um, but I think first starting off is that our culture, our culture needs to change for sure because, and I heard this in some talks um, that what we're doing now is that when we like someone, we overthink everything and we already imagine that they're going to be our boyfriend, girlfriend, right? So for example, say a guy likes me and I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, like he's going to be my boyfriend. But it shouldn't be like that. Um, I've listened to Catholic podcasts where they say you never go on a date with the same person twice in a row. So for example, say a guy asked me on a date. So I would go on a date with him before he would go on a second date with me he should go on a date with someone else and i know today's culture is like wait what the heck like you're dating around and what are the words that people use like you're you're being promiscuous i was gonna say some other words but i don't i don't know if like they it bleeps us out or something but um but the point of that is because we need to get out of this mindset that that person is going to be your one and only because we, we again everyone overthinks everything and then they start they start dreaming about the future and fantasizing things when it's like, yo, that's not even the person for you. You're already, you're the one that's building stuff up in your mind. And then that's where it comes into this whole like unintentional dating because everyone's assuming things, but no one's saying anything. But see, that's the bad part about assuming is like, ladies, if the man doesn't tell you straight up, don't assume anything. One, because that hurts yourself, you know, that really does hurt yourself. Sorry about the helicopter. Um, it hurts yourself when you because you're overthinking everything and you're getting your hopes up. Can you guys hear that? A little bit now. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, just oh, fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, and so that's one thing. But then too, like I this is a podcast I heard recently from Rules for Retrogrades. Um, it's by Timothy Gordon and his brother Dave Gordon. I think his brother's name is Dave Gordon, but um, it was about dating, and they say like. What's so messed up and why guys aren't intentional is because of the way girls treat them. So say a guy thinks a girl is beautiful. It's like, hi, I want to get your number. 
instead of a girl being respectful and saying, no, I'm not interested, she gives her number. And then when the guy tries to call her, she either doesn't answer, doesn't pick up, or she doesn't want to like talk to him, just wants to text him. Um, and I was, what, after hearing that, I was like, whoa, that makes so much sense why guys are so afraid to be intentional because of girls who already have like played with their hearts like we should be everyone actually should be straight up no like I don't want to date you no I, I'm not interested that would just save so much um heartbreak and yeah I'm a, because of that too and because of like culture sorry Daniel I don't mean to like be so much on guys but like a lot of people don't have huevos nowadays. Like, people just are afraid to ask, what's the worst that can happen? A girl says no. That's it. Yeah, you and then, fine. Then that option is gone. You know? Like, like, that's the worst that can happen when you ask a girl out and she says no. Like, yeah. then, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Hold on. I think going back to your previous point about, like, you not seeing them, I guess my question would be for you then. Maybe not necessarily, like, you're already envisioning them being your boyfriend or girlfriend, but to what extent is allowed because you should be able to see them like see a future with them in terms of like, I could see this person, you know, I would have liked to like, they had the characteristics of being like a good wife and a good mother. Like, and like, you want to see that and you're trying to figure that yeah. out. I don't know what, I guess. What oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, that stuff is good. I'm just talking about like emotional chastity wise. Okay. It's when people start to like over fantasize their wedding already and thinking about how life would be with them. But no, it's good to say when you're dating someone, it's good to look at them and say they have qualities that I would like that I and a husband or the future father to my kids. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's like when people take it and they start like, oh, we have this wedding. We're going to live in this house, blah, blah, blah. Like overthinking all of that. Um, that just, I don't know, that just gets people all worked up about one person when that person may not even be the one that God wants mm -hmm. for them in their life. Yeah. And I'm, I've been a, I've, I will admit, like, that's happened to me too. Like, my eyes on one person only because this one person has shown interest in me. Um, <laughs> and because of that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is the one, we're going to get married. You know, like, it, it's just easy to get caught up in that. Mm -hmm. I went on a little tangent there, my bad. <laughs> it still makes sense though like I, I see where you're coming from um the part though that like I'm I'm a little bit confused I guess is just I guess just like what Daniel was saying about like seeing those qualities um in the person like after having that first date and wanting to probably go on another date and stuff. When you mean like you just go on that first date and then continue dating, you mean like, um, like do you just keep the other person on hold then while you're like dating these other people? Or um, what do you do say that like after that first date? Because the way I, I understand it better is like if you have that first date and then from that first date you decide um, with the person if you want to continue dating. Right. And then you would go on around like dating other people. But if you had that first date and it went well, then and like you still think about going on other dates and like you just have that person on hold or you just say like, I'm still. No, I don't think you need to. See, that's the thing with our culture is that we're assuming with dating that there's already like a binding contract when technically there's nothing. There's no binding contract. Um, and so mm -hmm. I have to find I have to find the guy Catholics podcast again about it, but um, it was actually from a priest who said it, and then multiple people I've heard said it. It's just more of like 
making sure that you're not so caught up in the whirlwind of one person and that you're open to dating. But mind you, there's going to come a point when you find that person that you've been like looking for and then, yeah, no more dates after that. But it's more of like if you're, for example, Daniel and I are single, right? And we're trying to find our future spouse. It's being open to dating multiple people so that we're not just stuck with one person and then making them like the very forefront of our mind. For example, say the next guy who was who was gonna state his intention to me, like I want to take you on a date. I could easily easily just be like, "This is my husband. This is the one." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> but are they really? You know, like I didn't give other guys a chance, or like I'm not. I have. To, I should be more open. Um, same with Daniel. Like he has to. He, you have to date different people to see what you like to see if they have the same values as you. Um, you have to have some sort of attraction to them too. You know, um, you can't be not attracted to them like that's going to be your future mm-hmm. spouse but um i i hope that makes sense if you want me to and everyone else is listening to this um i'll try to find that podcast again with the whole like date another person before you like basically date around there's nothing wrong with dating around it's just that people in today's culture have made that something different there's nothing wrong with taking a person on a date and getting to know them mm-hmm. again no binding contract you're just trying to get to know them trying to see if they're the fit for you yeah, going off of that, I think hearing the binding contract, that's perfect. I, I love hearing that because I never really put it in that point, but I definitely have. And uh, in terms of like, I've done that to myself without having a term for it. Um, so yeah, I think that's a great point. It's just like a day, today's, con- uh, today's, I don't know what's the word, but like in today's society, like, yeah, like you just automatically assume first date all right that means i scored another date after and the first date hasn't even happened yet yeah i definitely see that uh and then the other side of like you know dating around shopping around yeah that's good and and i I think the fear is more of like you know especially after going through one relationship or maybe two or three like man you know the cost of relationship in terms of like weight on your heart so that's the one thing that that's uh stopping people from dating more too Mm -hmm is they know that with every person you try to pursue, there is a risk. There's a risk and there's a chance that you can get heartbroken. And so people, you know, people are really good at two things, avoiding heartbreak and avoiding, uh, um, or yeah, they're they're really good at avoiding heartbreak and really good at being comfortable. (laughs) So um, yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things where we don't want, we're comfortable in, We'd rather not date so we don't get broken up. We'd rather not date so we don't get, you know, we don't expose our heart to someone and then they leave our lives and that part of ourselves was given up to them and we're not going to share that with them for the rest of our lives. So it's one of those things where we're so afraid of getting hurt. I I guess that's the best way to put it, I'm trying to say. We're afraid of getting hurt, Um, almost like uh, paralysis by analysis because we'd rather just not even like, we play the mind, we like, we talked about in the last episode of like um, a sig- um, um, family members like, oh, you're going you're gonna to last a year and a half. And so they played this mind and they played this game in their mind of like, all right, by, they did these calculations, like the way that your relationship is now, it's not going to last. And the same thing we can do before we even get in a relationship with someone, we can already be like, you know what? I, I don't think that they don't have all the same exact like interests that I do. So I'm not even going to try to pursue them before you even had an opportunity to get to know them. Like you're, you're closing the book. And you haven't even read the first, the, the mm. first page. 
So that's, that's I guess, that's what I'm trying to make is like, and going back to your point of just being open. Yeah. And like, you know what? Pick up the book. Read what it's got to say on the front page. Open it. All right. Get to know the author. All right. Let's read the first chapter. And if you read through the first couple chapters and it's not that good of a book, you can close it and put it away. You know? Yeah. Sometimes people yeah. are afraid to even pick up the book because the, the picture on it is intimidating or the yeah. title of the book is intimidating. Yeah. But like, okay, see, that's the thing when it comes to dates, though. Like, that's why when it comes to dates, I feel like by your third date, you should already know if you still want to pursue the person or not. That's why it's so dangerous to have this whole texting thing going on where you're just texting and not going on a date. I mean, it's hard now because of like quarantine, corona, coronavirus. But, um, but like, then this is something else I heard in another podcast too. I think it was retrograde's one again, but um, that one said like, you know, we spend all this time like revealing ourselves through texting and whatnot. We're making stuff so impersonal when really one, we shouldn't be exposing so much of ourselves in the first place. Like that's, that's what becomes when you become a couple and you grow in that relationship. Like the other person does it. You don't need to know everything about the other person and you, the other person doesn't need to know everything about you right away to, in order to make it official. Like again, by the third date, I feel like you should know. And again, this is in person. Like you shouldn't try texting over the phone because then, um, then you just like leave yourself up open to that's, I feel like that's why people get ghosted or people just stop replying and see like it could, because like everyone's trying to share stuff so quickly because with texting, it's just like back and forth, back and forth when otherwise say you have three dates planned, right? This week, next week, the next week, you know, like you have weeks in between, you're not texting each other in between. Um, again, this is something I just learned and I thought it was so I thought it was so radical. I don't know. I, I just thought it was, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like, instead of just like opening yourself up and seeing these people all the time and like, um, and then going on a date, it's like, no, take that date, make it intentional where you sit across each other and you talk about important things and you really get to see if you click. Cause I feel like you can, you can converse with anyone over text. You can fall in love with anyone over text. Right. But it's really about like, that that dating process i'm i'm kind of losing it i'm sorry <laughs> oh. i want to bounce off of what you just said i'm oh, sorry daniel <laughs> i was like i know you haven't said anything i'll let you talk <laughs> okay um it really made me think about like the documentary that i watched called the dating project because literally like so there are three levels okay that's that's what they say there are three levels and the first level is like when you like whoever it is whether it's a boy or girl actually in this documentary it allowed both sexes to decide who to um ask who but whoever you are like you ask someone out and in the and whoever is the one who asks the person out they have to be intentional date that they ask them out on where they're the ones who ask and they're the ones who pay um it's a 90 minute limit so that you don't overdo it on the first date um when you guys say goodbye or say hi it's a frame hug nothing more than that no holding hands yet um and no drugs no alcohol have it be a clean date and before entering the date be so intentional that you have at least like three to four questions in your mind that you want to ask the person and like they say three to four questions because you don't want it to be an interrogation, you know, because there's so much you want to know, but that's also why it's a 90 minute limit. So that is intentional. And like you get across what you want to say, you get across what you want to talk about. And after that first date, then you decide, 
do you want to go on another date? And that's when it's level two, when you go on more dates, maybe two, three more. And after those two or three more dates, it's in the level three where you do the DTR. That's what they call define the relationship, right? Where you're like, can I be honest? Or um, will, will this relationship be a priority relationship? Like, will this be exclusive? Will this be like something that you're going to, put as a priority on the list of things that you care about and the list of things that you want to cultivate in your life. Um, so definitely like whether it's the third date or the fourth date, like after those couple of dates, I do believe like that's when you need to start defining the relationship because then the intentionality could be lost. And also like with the whole texting thing, Oh my gosh, preach. Oh my gosh. I've, I've dealt with that way too many times before I got in a relationship with my current boyfriend where like the reason why like my boyfriend now is the very first boyfriend I ever had is because all the other relationships I had weren't even relationships. They were all texting relationships, you know, where nothing was defined and it felt like it was a breakup, but it wasn't even a breakup because you weren't with the person, you know, like all of those feelings, all the things that you share with a person, even saying, I love you so quickly through a text. It's so much easier to text it rather than say it, you know, to the point like it really created this whole big wall that um, kept me from like saying I love you to any other person until like my current boyfriend. So definitely like with the whole texting culture right now, it's, it's just horrible with like not just oversharing like your deepest thoughts and feelings, but even to the point of sexting. You know, where you reveal things about your own body and about your own appearance that isn't meant for that yet. Because you're not, because one, you're, you're not even fully in a relationship yet. And two, you're not married. Y'all, you gotta, you, when you reveal yourself to someone, like what I've been learning and what, like, I'm really cultivating in my mind now is like, the person that you end up with one day, the person that you marry one day, you want to give your all. And your all includes the things that you reveal through those sex, you know? Um, so, yeah, like, oh, my gosh, Janelle, the things that you're saying are just popping up in my mind. Yeah, I want to go off of that. I think, and also going off of Janelle's stuff, I going back to my book analogy, we are so impatient and we just want to jump to the end of the book and just figure out what happens. You know, we don't want to watch all the Avengers movies. We want, just want to watch the last two. Right. And you see what happens with Thanos and the rest of the Avengers. You know, we don't want to see anything that leads up to it or we just want to skip through it. Thanos. 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 Sorry. <laughs> uh, and, and so you, you're talking about this guy. Oh no, not this again. Uh, but yeah, I think we just want to skip the chapters and, and, See, this is the thing. The world is yearning to give itself, but the world doesn't know how to do it in the, the right way, which is through time. It takes time. Um, and yeah, I definitely experienced it in the relationship. Um, and I, I've had my fair share of immaturity of like wanting to give too much too soon and, and not learning that, you know, don't give of yourself fully until you're with that person fully. Like, I, I don't know any better way to put it other than through marriage, that covenant, that exchange of I'm giving you of myself, you're giving me you of yourself, you know? 
because a contract is just a good for a service or money for a service, money for a good. But a covenant is giving of yourself to another person. That's how God did that to him to his people he's giving himself to his people and all he's asking his people give himself give themselves back to him um so yeah it's one of those things man where emotional chastity we're so good at breaking physical chastity that's even easier or just as easy um this is one of those things especially right now right now in the quarantine where it's so easy to get attached to someone through text facetime zoom whatever the the outlet or means is and we can really create these false narratives of like, I, I'm knowing this, I'm getting to know this person, but you're not seeing the body language, even through FaceTime or Zoom call, you can't see the body language of how they respond to something either positive or negative. Um, we're kind of just robbing ourselves and then we're making these false assumptions and uh, false like determinations that aren't truly based on the whole truth. And uh, I don't know if you can hear the helicopter, but I got helicopters over here too. Uh, but yeah it's just one of those things man where it's so easy even if the person's really good person's holy catholic striving for god too you should still be very what's the word just gentle vigilant vigilant yes yeah yeah you should just be very just um prudent about your every step you take um in every every word that you say every Every move you make. Every move you make, every, you know, <laughs> a song or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's cheesy, it's cliche, but it's so freaking true. I was going to say, um, I think and this goes for everyone, especially what Daniel is saying. Like, it just brought up, don't date unless you're ready to marry. Like, don't date until you're in a position. Because that's when the intentionality comes in. If, like, um, I don't know, if you're, if you're not willing to marry, like, Dean, what's the point of but like at the end of the day like why are you playing game why are you gonna mess with yourself like that and mess with other people like that and that's why you really have to the end goal of um being willing to marry and like daniel i totally totally agree with you with talking thing with the whole like well i mean i know i said the texting thing but um both you can like i totally agree with you guys because like recently um i was this friend right and um i'm that we like distance ourselves texting i'm i'm someone who just like text people i don't think much of it oh can you guys it says my internet connection's unstable You're good. Um, okay yeah so it um it was like it was like getting normal to like text all the time but i was like whoa this could get really dangerous like i'm not overthinking it like i i know where this person like the vocation wants to go but i'm like this is something like see how easily it can change into Ooh, I'm obsessed. Like I want to text them all the time. Company. Like no, you know. Like sometimes friendships. Just keep it like that. Keep yourself in check. Um, I'm glad that I was able to like mature in my spirituality. So like when friendships like this does come by, I always remind myself: don't overthink stuff. Like that's your friend. You know, don't don't do too much. Yeah. I kind of went on a tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. And like- oh, also, I know you guys have to go soon. So let me know. Like. If we're talking, because you know, yeah, we just have like more episodes to do. But just making that quick note. I think we'll wrap it up in like five ten minutes. Is that fine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I was just gonna say, like bouncing off of what you were saying, Para, is um, like, I think in short, our society is just full of instant gratification. Oh yeah. And that's why, like, the delay is just—it's so difficult because we're not just 
it's not just that um, it's common, but it's that we're socialized. We've been so socialized to be in this state of instant gratification where um, we're, where everything is like based on like fleeting emotions and like doing things off of the whims that like it doesn't have that intentionality and um, with, like what studies show and like what we know at least even as Catholics, young adult Catholics, yeah, um, is that like delayed gratification on the other hand, like the intentionality and delayed gratification is that it strengthens relationships, it heightens intelligence, yeah. it helps us be healthier not just mentally and psychologically and emotionally but even physically you know it it makes us feel better like that's something that needs to be more promoted not just this society of instant gratification where it's all like we know that you want it just go for it but rather where we're like we know that we want it so then let's make it worth it you know I think another visual came up to my mind. I think like, it's like a tree and it's got fruit. We're not giving a couple things to the tree. We're not giving it enough water to grow the proper soil. And then once it starts to bear fruit, we pick it too early. And, and so it's one of those things where we just want to bite into it, we want to taste it, we want to see it. But it's like, it wasn't ripe yet. It wasn't ready. Um, and so this is how we treat relationships so much. We just jump into it. We want to give ourselves, but we, like the world doesn't know how to properly give itself. And the world has it so wrong because they think the sooner that we can give, the sooner we can receive. Or this, Yeah. And it's like the longer you allow it to just ripen, the sweeter it'll taste. And that is in waiting for marriage to have sex, in waiting for marriage to truly give yourself and waiting for marriage to bring life into the world. But the world wants it right now. And I think of instant gratification of like, damn, we're so like used to like Amazon Prime will be here. I ordered on Wednesday, it'll be here on Friday. And it's just like, it's just like, ah, it's, it's, and I feel bad for the world because the world can't help it. It doesn't know that's falling into this trap, especially if you're not Catholic. You don't know that you're falling into that trap. But man, it's just like, we're so used to like right now, like, oh, I, I, I love this song. I'm just going to go download it right away. Before you had to go to the store and buy a CD, you know, you had to like work for it. Um, and so now it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, you want to watch a movie? Oh, yeah, we can just put on Netflix. Now, super easy, easier than ever, you know, to do something. So we're just so used to now, now, now. We don't have to work very hard. We don't have to give up very much. And God is like, no, like love is sacrifice. Love is a long-term process and love costs a lot it's not cheap it's not readily available and it's not right away for those listening like and this whole topic of gratification um i just want to say like the, there's a you know one of the capital sins i has to do with to be honest it's like gluttony and gluttony is like too much of something and i think that's very common and like what we eat um the stuff like what you guys were both saying about gratification like movies downloads all of that um something that you can practice is like the virtue oh hold on i gotta get my notes up for that but you know with, with gluttony there's like ah, where are my notes sorry give me one second but yeah so with, with gluttony it takes it really messes with your corporal sense 
Um, and the opposite virtue is temperance, you know, because if you practice in the small things, it'll relate to the bigger things. So we're talking about gratification. If you just tell yourself, hey, you already had enough to eat or like, are you eating just because you're bored? Uh-huh. You know, or, um, or I, I like the thing that Father Ed, Ed Broom says, again, from St. Peter Chanel, Hawaiian Gardens. So y'all should check him out. Um, he says, do you live to eat or eat to live? Yes. Um, and so practicing the virtue of temperance in terms of saying like, no, I'm not going to have that sugary drink. I'm not going to have that Gatorade. Like that's going to help in terms of practicing what Kayan and Daniel were both saying about like practicing delayed gratification, like d- giving up those small sacrifices. And it'll in turn, it's going to help you in your virtue. Tongue twisted there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Do you eat to live or do you live to eat? It's the question that all of us needs to ask ourselves. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we ran out of time, but if do any of you guys have any other comments? This was good. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like this. (laughs) A lot better than our first one. This is a lot. (laughs) I'm. for listening to um, the second episode of Yak, Young Adult Catholics for Young Adult Catholics um, or Young Adult Catholic Podcast for Young Adult Catholics um, <laughs> before we end this episode um, let's end in prayer as we started so Daniel if you could please lead us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit Blessed Mother continue to bless us as we pursue uh, your son as we pursue your son every single day help us to be intentional in the way we pursue people on earth whether it's just friendships whether it is relationship whether it's our vocation help us to be intentional in every way and most importantly talk to you throughout the whole process of of um of this just continue to have daily dialogue with you lord daily dog with the blessed day daily dialogue with the blessed mother daily dialogue with our uh, angels and saints as we journey with you um, to just become better people and better disciples of you lord um, just praise you lord for another beautiful episode we continue to um, learn about ourselves learn about you lord and help others to learn about themselves as well as we say hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed are thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen and all God's angels and saints. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hey guys, another episode. Thank you for watching. Yes. Yak is out. <laughs> <laughs> Yak out. Yak out. All right. <laughs>